This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. What did you learn this weekend? You posted this on Facebook and uh, one of the comments says, learn people still don't know how to turn their taillights on. Do we get texts about anything as frequently as headlight taillight complaints? It's the number one text we get. Yeah. So uh, I have a feeling that everyone listening right now is going to love our top seven at seven this morning, Mm -hmm. which shakes down, believe it or not, right after seven. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I learned something this weekend. People, some people, high five way harder than others. Oh, you're talking about after the Elks win? Yeah, that was one of them. And then a girl I was playing slow pitch with yesterday, she like just goes for it. Yeah. Every time she high-fived, it was like, and then afterwards she's laughing. She's like, I got bruises on my hand. I'm like, well, why are you high-fiving? So you're actively choosing to hurt yourself? But that and the Elks players, they're just like professional athletes, obviously. The strength, I high-fived a few players after the win. Yeah, yeah. And just like my hand was left stinging. I don't know if it hurt them. As well, probably not. I just don't bother trying to high-five because the odds of contact happening. Yeah. Slim to none. I have heard of the hack where you look at the other person's elbow. Yeah, that's that, a good one. And then it, it's a hundred percent success rate. It, it works very well. Can we yeah. Try it. Yeah. Okay. Look at my elbow. Whoa! Yeah, nailed it, right? Okay, good to know. Good to know. So what I learned over the weekend is that celebrities love to pretend to care about tennis mm-hmm. because they might get that cameo on screen, and that's exactly what happened. Everyone couldn't believe that Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet were there. But, like, if you look closer, there are way more celebrities around them that I personally care about more. What's the big... They were sitting in the back row, like, behind bigger celebrities. No, but they were sitting, like, in a shaded area. Still some fancy seats that they had. Laverne Cox was sitting directly in front of them. Molly Ringwald was sitting in front of them. Ooh. That's exciting. No, She's a way bigger deal. Kylie and Timothy are in the news right now a lot. I, I, their relationship is very likely a publicity stunt because he's got a new movie coming out. But What's the new movie? Dune 2? No. Uh, Wonka. Oh, Wonka. All of the footage of them kissing, he'll look like directly at the paparazzi cameras. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're an actor. Yeah, get it together. The U.S. Open has become a real hotspot for celebrities, though. Like, it's crazy. It is crazy. Like, Bradley Cooper is always there. It's like, I swear he waits outside for the doors to open, like, weeks in advance. Well, even, like, Djokovic won it yesterday, and as he's running through the stands, all of a sudden he just, like, stops, gives Matthew McConaughey a high five. Of course. Out of nowhere, he's just, like, he just happens to be in one of those random seats. Like, it is packed with celebs. You have to be cocky to... if celebrities are coming to watch you do something. Yeah. Can you imagine how cool you'd feel? No. If you're like, oh, there's Mindy Kaling. Just watching me do my thing. There's Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're cheering for you. Selena Gomez went viral the other week for watching the back and forth and, like, getting really into it. I think you would get into it. Like, you think all the celebrities are faking it. Yeah. But... You'd be like Timothy Chalamet looking directly into the camera of the... (laughs) The people working there. Yeah, you just want to get on screen. It it does amaze me that the Masked Singer has not been canceled yet because it's good. Mm -hmm. You know, trying to figure out the clues. Who is this person? But it's the actual taking off of the mask that I'm like, can we speed this part up? 
Yeah, they What's really drag so that out. And it just makes me cranky immediately yeah. to the point where I stopped watching. And all the judges are like acting like as if they're like just cannot wait for the mask to get off. Yeah, it's like, terribly edited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the season 10 or 11. What? There's been that many seasons? Yeah. Premiere uh, last night. Wow. We're a spoiler free zone here for the most part. So if you have it PVR'd. I don't know. We're going to spoil the first gonna, person that was unmasked. Yeah. So turn it, that's it down. That's got to suck. It, it either sucks to be the first one unmasked or you're pumped that you don't have to go back and put that costume on again. Yeah, I think that they would want to, if you're competitive at all, you wouldn't want to be one of the first ones booted. Especially, especially if you're a singer. Yeah. Like, because there's athletes on there. There's actors, actresses. Yeah. People that, like, haven't sung publicly before. And yeah, last night, uh, here comes the spoiler. The first person booted was uh, the Anonymous. That's what their character was. And it was Demi Lovato. And that sucks, especially because we're hearing that Demi has new music potentially on the way. So not the best way to advertise a new album. That you're the worst. The mass Singer. I mean, why did you want to do our show? I wanted to do your show because it seemed so fun, and it has been so fun, and I get to sing, so it's the best of both worlds. And she did amazing. Not really. No, she didn't. I did see somebody, a friend of mine brought up, if there's masked singer, why can't there be a masked fighter? And I do think that would be a lot more fun. No, that would be terrifying. Like UFC? You didn't know who you were fighting? Exactly. You don't. You have no idea who you're up against. I mean, anything is possible. Apparently, in Vegas right now, they have something called like a slapping thing, where they just slap each other's butts until someone's so sore that they want to leave. Butts? No, yeah. it's like a face slapping. Oh, I thought it was a butt slap. No, it's like you hold on to oh. like an arm wrestle, but instead of arm wrestling, you slap each other. Oh, I thought the they do it to each other's same. bums. That no. must have been another website I was on. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Here's another list of seven somethings. It's Ryder and Lisa's top seven at seven. Counting down the top seven biggest annoyances in traffic. You know, we've been holding this one off because it can get pretty intense. Yeah. This is the number one thing that people complain about on our text line For daily. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, can you tell people to turn on their headlights? Mm. Like, that is the number one text we get all year round. Right. There are bigger annoyances than that, but that's the most common annoyance, Correct. I think, for yes. texts that we get. Uh, one of the ones that is one of the most frustrating things for me, no doubt, but uh, didn't crack the top seven, is when you're in a residential area and there's an oncoming driver who's taking up too much space on the road. Like, they're over the halfway in, line. Yes, residential you, areas. You pretty much have to pull over yeah. just so that they can get by. And when they Ugh. drive by, do you go, okay, your highness. Exactly. That's what I want to say. I do them. the SWAT thing. Like, What's the SWAT thing? Well, you, like, get the... Oh, I just hit the microphone. <laughs> like, you get you the, almost, almost swore, too. Get the hell over. Yeah, like, like can point. you move? <laughs> yeah. It is infuriating. You think you're better than me? At, uh, I think they just have no idea how big their car is most of the time. Like, it feels like it's not an entitled thing. It's a dumbass thing. Or maybe it's just depending on what song they're listening to. Because sometimes when I'm listening to Tupac, Wonder Why They Call You B. Okay. I, I, I don't know. There's something that, that just overtakes my body and I become a reckless driver. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, at number seven for the biggest annoyances on the road, we do have people not turning their headlights and taillights on when it's foggy. D uh, do dark. they not know? 
do you not know how to turn on your headlights? Like, is that not taught in driving school? Because what is wrong with you? This is maybe why we don't do this one is Lisa is yelling already. Sorry. And we're only at number seven. But actually, yeah. how do you not know? You should be embarrassed. At number six, bad merging skills. I'm talking <laughs> slow. too slow in the merging lane. Like they're nervous. It's like they can't shoulder check far enough. Ugh. They wish that they could turn their head around like an owl because like you never know. There might be a car there. There isn't. Just merge. No, no. That's terrible advice. No, but you know what I mean. Just go for no, it like, is terrible no, driving no, no, that's advice. That's what I meant. Is that you did a good enough shoulder check. There's no one there. Most of the new vehicles have that little like light that turns on if there's somebody in your uh, blind spot. Yeah, yeah. Top seven things we shouldn't let Lisa give advice <laughs> to. We could do that tomorrow. Yeah, number one, traffic. At number five, people who are dumb with emergency vehicles. Biggest annoyances on Get the road. Get out of the way. Yeah. Or like, there's a science behind it. And like, there's nothing better than when you are at a red light and there's a... Um, an ambulance coming in, you can like pull into the intersection to get out of the way, but then you like automatically can just keep going once they pass. Like you just cheated the system. You got to go through the light and all the other cars had to wait. I've never thought that that's a victory for me. Usually I'm worried about like, absolutely. Like you're worried happening. about where they're going. No, yeah. like, don't get me wrong. That's the first thought. Like, okay. Oh no, where but are they the, going? The but second also, one like, is that I'm hacking the world. Right yeah. Now. Like I'm going to, I'm just going to, move up a little bit in the middle of this intersection. And then once the ambulance drives by, you're like, I guess I'll just keep driving because like you're in the middle of the intersection. Right, right. Nobody else has that thought process. Yeah, they might. The jaded folks that listen. So I just thought that was just a common, maybe not. At number four, waiting for a friggin' train. 50th Street. Biggest annoyances on the road. At no, number no, no, wait. The one that goes over the white mud? off of Calgary Trail. Yeah, yeah. Why does it go, stop, and then reverse? Yeah, I think they're usually unloading at that point. Anytime I have an interaction with someone and they're really rude to me unnecessarily, I'm just going to assume that they were sitting at that train that morning. Because mm, it just gets the people I fired up. I scream into my steering wheel when that happens. At number three, the no wave when you let somebody in. Just wave. Just wave. At number two, when someone won't pull up far enough for you to get into a turning lane. <laughs> if you have the opportunity to turn. Yeah. And they're just kind of like out to lunch. Like, what are you doing in your car at this red light that's making you not see that I'm slowly creeping up behind you trying to... 100%. It, it's a massive, massive annoyance. Didn't we have like some sort of idea where we wanted to invent either a horn? Yeah, I think... Where it... each sound means something. Mm-hmm. It means like... Hey, try to merge behind you, and it could be this some sort of specific do, do, sound do, do, that you learn. Like that. You learn it in driving school. Right. And yeah, it like, could work. And then you're like, oh, am I the problem? Just because you don't want to be honking at people in that situation when they just need like a little reminder. I don't use my horn often, but when I do, I mean serious business, and I hold it down for a solid yeah, 20 seconds. I've seen you do that before. Very, very rare. Very aggressive. Because, come on. And at uh, number one, slow guy in the fast lane uh, as the biggest annoyance on the road. Or as Kat from Fort Sask pointed out, uh, two people going the same speed also fits into this category. You can't get past and them. And you can't get past them. And they they like, must what know. What if I was pregnant and I was about to give birth any second and you two are just chilling 
just driving casually. Yeah, doing, like there's doing a fast 102 lane each for a reason. Anyway, I've never been pregnant, but I think about that mm-hmm. when I'm behind two cars. I'm like, but what if? We should get a, a specific horn for that. I'm pregnant. I'm get pregnant. out of the way. Move. Yeah. We have, uh, I think, 11, 12, 13, 14, four, so four-ish days until Mercury is no longer in retrograde. Okay. So just a heads up. Get your manifesting in. Well, it's more so you only have four days to use it as an excuse for your behavior. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually came across something about manifesting. You're a big believer in it. Uh just be careful. So if you know any manifestors. I have so many manifestors in my life. Mm-hmm. Are any of them bankrupt? I've never asked. Because a new, uh, a new link has been found. It was a study done in Australia. And the link is between manifesting and bankruptcy. Now, uh, hear me out here. I know that this sounds a little sketchy, but when you actually hear why, it kind of makes sense. Let's hear it. Researchers found that those who believe in manifesting success were more likely to be drawn to risky investments and to overestimate their odds for success. This kind of makes sense because at the Elks game over the weekend, I was like, I'm going to win the 50-50. Right. And I tried to like have that kind of manifest mentality. Didn't win. I actually don't think you're allowed to win either. Why? Because you live in my household and I work for the Elks. So you wasted okay, your money. Okay, cool. Thanks. You, I've been to a bunch of games. I buy tickets all the time. Yeah, you can't. That sounds like you garbage. You can't win. I'm sorry. You couldn't win the Taylor Swift tickets either. Well, I knew that. I actually was very anxious being at the game. I was like, I swear if they pull my ticket. It's going to look so sketchy. So sketchy. So I actually just like drank too many White Claws and just didn't even hear what seats got chosen. I ignored it. I chose to ignore it. Okay. Um, Yeah, this uh, this study continues. And it says that uh, if you spend more time visualizing success, Mm -hmm. you could end up like screwing yourself over. But isn't there that, what's that? Um, there's like a movie and a book and it's something about the secret. Yeah. That's all about manifesting. And then people were saying that like all of a sudden they were getting checks in the mail out of nowhere. That's not a thing. Well, like if you, you're telling me if you believe <laughs> that you're just going to receive a check in the mail, if you believe hard enough, I think I'm going to do it right now. You're just going to get a check. Yeah. And I don't see how that would correlate with bankruptcy. Unless I'm like, well, I know the check's on the way, so I'm going to buy myself a new bag today. While positivity (laughs) could help with resilience, it may lead to downplaying negative but important signs of fragility or like mountain Yeah, turn a blind eye. See? Like, whatever. You are proving. Life is so short. Just put it on your credit card. You're proving exactly what the study is. They didn't even need to waste their money on the study. They just needed to talk to you (laughs) about 50-50s. Five simple words, $1,000. It's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. We are joined by caller seven. Abby is ready to win $1,000 this morning with Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Do you want to break down our exciting news before we play this round, Ryder, or should we wait until after? Yeah, let's wait till after. Okay. So, Ryder, do you want to break down how the game works? Maybe there's some listeners listening for the first time that don't know how the 1K word play works. Abby, you've been listening for a while. You know the drill. I do, yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, so Abby's going to pick a teammate, either Lisa or myself, who will leave the room. We're then going to give her five words. She tells us the first word that comes to mind for each with a 25-second timer. 
Then we'll invite her teammate back in who hasn't heard any of her answers. They'll play the same game for every word that matches. It's 25 bucks. Hit them all. $1,000 is the prize. Who's your teammate this morning, Abby? Let's go, Ryder. Okay, awesome. Good choice. Great choice. Okay, waiting until he's completely out of the studio. I will start your 25-second timer after I say the first word, Abby. Good luck. Okay. Okay, I'm just waiting until the door closes, and he's gone. Abby, what is the first word that comes to mind when I say gloomy? Sky. Ranch. Dressing. Rinse. Water. Toenail. Toe. And peel. Orange. Good job. Still lots of time left on the clock. You sold 11 seconds, so crushed it on a Monday morning. Okay, Ryder, how are you feeling? Confident? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Ryder, what's the first word that comes to your mind when I say gloomy? Sky? Correct. 25 bucks. (laughs) What comes to mind when I say ranch? Dressing? 50 bucks. Peel. Oof, two options here. What would Abby say? Orange? That's correct. Yes. I love that. Let's make it a hundred bucks. What comes to mind? Orangey glad I didn't say banana. Yes, seriously. (laughs) (laughs) What comes to mind when I say toenail? Foot? (laughs) Toe. Uh, that one was tough. That was really tough. So we're not winning a thousand bucks, but we could still send her home with a hundred. Sorry, Abby. It's okay. Rinse. Wash. Water. No. Nah, not close enough. But you still got a what was it? Seventy-five bucks. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Abby. Thanks, Great Abby. game. Okay, so we have very exciting news about the 1K wordplay. Yeah, starting next week, we're doing Double Down Week, which means Jake Ryan will join our show. Uh And you're going to get a chance to play with either Lisa or myself for the first part of the game. Exactly. So the same thing that you're used to hearing or playing along with. um, And then that's your chance at a thousand bucks. And then you get to play again with Jake Ryan. A second game. And you get to keep that money. So exactly. twice with you, different words. You could win two thousand dollars next week. So fun. And we're doing that all week. So Monday through Friday, same time you're listening for that cue to call. Yeah. You just have that chance of winning double the amount of money. Exactly. Love it. Awesome. Uh so yeah, once again that starts next Monday. But this week we're doing the OG game. Mm-hmm. Your next chance at a thousand dollars tomorrow morning at seven fifty. Times you were uh, trapped somewhere, stuck in something, locked in, locked out, whatever the case may be. Uh, Our buddy Tom from Pennsylvania has a story about getting locked in a Pizza Hut bathroom. Fire away. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, I door dashed on the side and um, I got an order for Pizza Hut. So I went in there and I had to uh, go to the restroom. So I went in. And um, did my business, washed my hands, and went to leave. And the door was handle was locked. So I thought, oh, maybe I turned a little flint knob wrong. Nope. I turned the knob, still locked. So I started, like, kind of pushing on it, but I didn't want to break anything. And um, so I'm like, all right, well, I got my phone. And I made a little meme, too. I didn't send to you guys, but I sent to my wife saying, this is the reason why you take your your phone into the restaurant. Yeah, totally. So I called four times. They weren't answering their phone. 
first you have to go through an automated thing. Yeah, it's like three ten ten ten. So you're not even calling the location you're at. You're calling like their headquarters, right? Yeah, yeah, and then it, it says, um, and if you'd like to speak to a person, hit three. So I did that, and each time I did that, it rang about ten times and then hung up. So I'm like, oh, great, they're not answering their phone now. So what do I do? So I just kind of waited a few minutes, kept trying, and finally they answered. And it's a guy I deal with all the time when I'm in there door dashing. I'm like, um, I, I, I'm not able to get out of your restroom right now. You think you might want to help me? So he came over and he unlocked it right away. How long were you in there for? 15 minutes. So it locks from the outside? Why would it lock you in? That is so unsafe. Yeah. No, it wasn't. You can't lock it from the outside. There's something wrong with the lock itself and the handle. Yeah, whoever put that in needs to be fired. Yeah, the manager said, oh, this happened a couple times earlier in the week, too. Maybe I should put a sign. Yeah. I'm like, (laughs) no doubt. Fix the damn door. I know, seriously. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it, Tom. Yeah, you uh, mentioned off air rider instead of DoorDash. You, he he should have done a door smash. Door smash. They should have some sort of like uh, amount of money if you work for DoorDash that if you get locked in the restroom, <laughs> they'll pay for it if you have to like yeah, knock exactly. down the door. That's so funny. So we're asking you about times that you were stuck somewhere, locked into something for a certain amount of time. Purple Pants Kyle is listening. Got stuck in the stairwell in this new condo building because you needed a fob to gain access to any floor. Didn't have a phone on me. Had to bang on the door until someone heard me. That is terrifying. Mm, Especially like staircases are kind of creepy as is, right? Exactly. And like if there's nobody around in that time, how long you're going to be sleeping on the floor? I was uh, at a hotel once and woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. was quite groggy shut the door in the bathroom for some reason. I was there by myself, but, uh, and then after I peed, washed my hands, I, the door like was jammed to a point that it wouldn't even wiggle. And I was like, what am I going to do here? I didn't have my phone. If I would have, I would have called the hotel. So what did you do? So I just, I kept pulling, kept pulling, kept pulling. And then all of a sudden I look in my hands and I had the shower rack. I was on the wrong wall. I was just so out of it because I was sleepwalking. Yeah. And you just pulled the shower rack off. Yeah, because I thought that was the door. And then I just turned to the side and I'm like, oh, never mind. Open the door handle. Like, dumbass. A lot of people sleepwalk and use the washroom in the wrong place. Like, were you peeing in the shower too, probably? Who knows? I don't think so. Remember that time that you were peeing in the dog bowl? Yeah, that was a weird sleepwalking moment for sure. Yeah. Good times. You said it sounded like fried chicken, right? Yeah, because it was a metal dog water bowl. And like the sound of Ryder's stream hitting the dog bowl. It was right outside my bedroom. I was like, who's dropping chicken in an air fryer? Right? Oh, no, it wasn't air fryer. What's the word I'm looking for? Just like a deep fryer. Deep fryer. That's what it sounded like. I was like, geez. Alyssa wrote in saying that when she was 11, she was playing groceries with her cousin and she had his change in her pocket and forgot it there. He ratted her out saying that I stole the money. Long story short, my dad was RCMP, threw me in jail for three hours, even though I didn't intentionally steal. I will never be someone who goes to prison. Yeah. Three hours. That's a good lesson. That sounds like your dad forgot you in there for a little bit. Play 107, it's Ryder and Lisa. We're talking about times you've been uh, locked in somewhere. Yeah, and it seems like a lot of people are usually getting locked in either a bathroom or out of their house. Patrick wrote in saying, my door handle broke off on the bathroom door in a way that I just could not open it. Had to wait two hours for my fiance to come home to let me out. Luckily, I had my phone to keep me occupied. See, 
like uh, Tom said on the phone earlier mm-hmm. on the show, you got to bring your phone to the bathroom because you never know. You never know. Nikki says, my daughter was about three years old at the time. I went out into the yard to bring the dog back in. She hit the latch on the door and locked us out. I must have spent about 15 minutes yelling through the door. Just push that little thing up. Push the button up to a three-year-old. Yeah. Good thing I had my phone. I called my husband at work and he had to come and rescue me. Yeah, that's so scary when your kids Mm -hmm. are inside. You're locked out. Yeah, like that you just think of all the trouble they could get oh, into at exactly. that point. Exactly. I can't imagine how stressful that would be. You ever been locked in somewhere or stuck somewhere? I can't think of anything. Well, no, they... the elevator here at work once. Yeah. I went down to briefly grab something from my car. I think I had some extra Play 107 swag after hosting a book club. Okay. And I wanted to bring it back to give back to our promotions department because I had like 50 chapsticks still in my car. So I went and grabbed them thinking it would just be short and sweet, yeah. come back up in less than a minute. Nope. Stuck in the elevator, no phone on me. Like For like an hour. Time, the one time I don't bring my phone. And I, it was so mortifying having to yell up to a floor being like, can anyone hear right. me? I'm stuck. And then just that moment of shame when they do pry open the doors and you're just standing there helplessly. You look like you did something wrong even though you Ugh. didn't. You just had the juiciest lips, I bet, Oh, though, absolutely. From like, all that lip so chap. many layers of chapstick. Yeah. It's so true. Uh, what about, like, a closet? I don't get it. You ever been locked in a closet? Is this a Seven Minutes in Heaven reference? Yeah. Is that what that game was called? Well, yeah, or Spin the Bottle. No, Spin the Bottle was never in a closet. Well, you did it openly in no. your parents' basement. If you Not if you were super cool. You then you'd go make out in the closet. You know what's funny is my first ever kiss was, was a Spin, spin the, the Bottle kiss. Yep. And in front of a bunch of people. Yeah, in front of like 15 other theater kids. I guess that makes sense now with how adventurous you are with making love in public and things like that. Yeah, totally, Ryder. <laughs> We're joined by Jason from Right Side Auctions, which is an online auction in town. And you can scoop up things like return to Amazon packages for ridiculous prices. you got two locations. Where can people find you? We have a location in the West End, 172-19108 Avenue. And one in the South at uh, 8170 50th Street, Unit 510. So how does the online auction work? It's on Tuesdays and Wednesday nights, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, and basically we have the auction up uh, all the week long for you guys to take a look at it and see all the items, and then you get to bid on them, and then you get to decide if you win or not. A lot of these items are brand new as well, right? Yes, a fair amount of them, and if they are new, we have them marked as new. In the off, these things go for a a really great uh, price. What days of the week are you open, Jason? Uh, So we're open Monday to Fridays, uh, 9 to 5, and on Saturdays, 10 to 2. And that's to pick up uh, auction items, and you can even get them transferred to the different locations, right? Yeah, so let's say if you live on the south side and it's easier for you to go to the south side store, then you could just let us know and we'll move the items from the west to the south or vice versa. Right Side Auctions, where can people find you? Uh, RightSideAuctions.com The Rider and Lisa Replay Brought to you by Action Furnace Fixed right or it's free Play 107